Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. It's been just over a month since Hamas attacked Israel, and the war is showing no signs of ending. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu said he will not stop until the evil forces of Hamas terrorists are defeated. Netanyahu has been adamantly opposed to a ceasefire proposed by the Biden regime and the president himself, the Pope, and of course, the United Nations. Netanyahu told ABC News this week, He would allow brief ceasefires, but that is only to allow the removal of hostages. Well, there'll be no uh, ceasefire, general ceasefire in Gaza without the release of our hostages. As far as tactical little pauses, an hour here, an hour there, we've had them before. I suppose uh, we'll check the circumstances in order to enable uh, goods, humanitarian goods to come in or our hostages, uh, individual hostages to leave. But I don't think there's going to be a general ceasefire. Uh, It's not that I don't think. I think it will hamper the war effort. It'll hamper our effort to get our hostages out because the only thing that works on these criminals in Hamas is the military pressure that we're exerting. If Hamas agrees to release the hostages, then there would be a pause. Well, there'd be a ceasefire for that purpose. The Biden regime pressuring Netanyahu to finish this war and to finish it quickly. Reports out say Biden is working behind the scenes to have Netanyahu forced out of office. Yep, more Biden election interference. And Biden meddling in Israeli elections as well. Politics as well. There won't be any interference in Ukraine elections or politics. Zelensky says there won't be any elections at all, and that just about takes care of the politics. Almost a two-year-long war with Russia, and Biden has sent more than $100 billion in aid to Ukraine. No questions asked. And Zelensky on mainstream media television this week 
begging for more Biden bucks. And if we can't give more, he said, at least, at least loan it to him on credit. If there is a question through society of United States about military and about something else, okay, let's co-produce it. It will be win-win. The third one, if you can't give us, can't give us some financial support, okay, okay, please give us a credit and we will give you back money after the war. And the fourth, we can buy some ammunition. We will buy. We will defend our jobs. We will have taxes and we will buy. We will buy from American companies. Just allow us. And that's it. President Zelensky, what is your deadline for Congress to act? And what happens if they miss that deadline? That is the decision of Congress. I will not push them, really. I think that they know details. They know me. I saw a lot of congressmen, senators who came to Ukraine, governors who came to Ukraine, who speak a lot. They know that we are very, very open. We are very clean. I proposed a lot of represent. I proposed to White House and thanks to them, they sent some people to us for any control how how our uh, soldiers uh, spend money it's it's not the question for us for us that is real life so we you know we wanted to get your support like we say yesterday that's why it doesn't matter it will be today or tomorrow we just i think lose a time lose the time time is very expensive that's why we need your support but you will get more. You will get more, I'm sure. After our win, you will see all of all these things. Zelensky is perhaps the greatest fundraiser in the history of fundraising. The corrupt leader of Ukraine also announced this week he would be suspending his country's elections in 2024, saying, quote, now is not the time for an election. Good to know. Well, turning now to politics here at home, Junkyard Jackal Marxist Dem Special Counsel Jack Smith has decided he no longer wants cameras in the courtroom. Smith, at the inception of his bogus indictments, wanted everything on camera, he said. He wanted Trump perp-walked. He wanted Trump fingerprinted. He wanted him treated like a violent criminal. And Smith thought it would be good for the Marxist Dems. He thought Americans would see Trump as a criminal and not the God-fearing American patriot that he really is. He wanted the public to see Trump as Al Capone and not Nelson Mandela. But it seems that has all finally backfired on the Marxist Dems and Jack Smith, the junkyard dog. Smith not only wants Trump silenced, he wants him disappeared as well. After President Trump spent the last few weeks in a New York courtroom where cameras were allowed, Americans got to see and visualize exactly what this man is being put through as a result of the corrupt judicial system, the corrupt Biden administration. Smith this week filed a motion asking the courts to block media companies' requests to have cameras in the courtroom. Smith's special counsel team arguing that there's no constitutional right to have a trial televised. No right, but why not? especially when it's the former president of the United States and the leading 2024 presidential candidate. 
He has a lot of explaining to do, this junkyard dog of a special counsel, Jack Smith. Well, joining us now is political strategist and author, podcaster, fellow radio host on 77 WABC, Roger Stone. Roger, as always, great to have you with us on The Great America Show, and good of you to take the time. Let's start with President Trump in court this week for the Trump Organization, his attorneys in courtrooms weekly all across the country defending him. Every right, every constitutional right that he has, some judge somewhere from state to federal wants to deprive him of his rights. Yeah, this New York civil case uh, over the valuation of his properties is has a, an Alice in Wonderland quality to it. I just keep thinking of the Queen of Hearts and the Mad Hatter. I mean, this judge, who, by the way, kind of reminds me of Riff Raff in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, this guy is a, a disaster. So the verdict first and then the trial. This makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, the claim that Trump is not entitled uh, to a jury trial is not based on an error by Trump's lawyers that they forgot to check some box on a form. It's because the Attorney General, Letitia James, who has said in multiple forums that she's out to get Donald Trump before she had any evidence with which to try to uh, uh, indict him, uh, actually was brought under a statute that does not allow him a jury trial. So his fate is in the hands of one man uh, who is an obvious uh, partisan. I mean, he's a he's a machine hack uh, who has uh, sought to gag Trump in this action, just as the federal prosecutors are seeking to gag him uh, in D.C. Is And I guess the most outrageous thing, Lou, is who's the victim? There is no victim. Donald Trump borrowed a huge amount of money. He paid handsome interest rates on that money. Everyone got paid back. The banks in question used their own lawyers, used their own appraisals. No one would lend anyone, even a billionaire, money solely on their say-so. And there was a disclaimer clause in all of the contracts. There's no crime here because there is no victim here. Uh, this is obviously a totally political prosecution. Uh, it's almost as outrageous as the uh, as the business records case that Alvin Bragg brought uh, in the same jurisdiction. Uh, it just demonstrates yet again, Donald Trump is an existential threat to the current status quo, and they will use any trick in the book, including the weaponization uh, and politicization of our judicial system to try to stop him. There is, in my opinion, Roger, no judicial system, no justice system in the state of New York. Uh, it is overwhelmingly run by the Democrat machine. The Marxist Dems control the Democratic Party, uh, and they control the courts, the prosecutors, and and to top it all off, George, George Soros has a, an investment uh, in uh, many of the prosecutors, but especially the Manhattan DA. Uh, and I suspect if we were to press very hard, also Letitia James, the attorney general, has been a beneficiary of his largesse. Uh, I, I just don't understand how any any state court uh, system 
could be any more corrupt than that of New York. Well, unless, of course, we're talking about this, the federal system in D.C., which is uh, which I think is uh, every bit uh, as biased. It's interesting that the judge in the D.C. case, Judge uh, uh, Chuckton, had uh, had received a motion for a gag order. She paused it temporarily. Then she enacted it. Trump asked for a stay. The three judge panel that gave him a temporary stay, that is not a victory, by the way. They make it very clear. We're not ruling on the underlying merits uh, of the government's motion for uh, a gag order. We're just staying it until we can consider it. Two out of the three judges in this panel, uh, I appealed to when the same D.C. circuit gagged me in my trial uh, and they strung me out for eight months without making a ruling, uh, eight months in which I was gagged. I sustained horrific damage at the hands of MSNBC and CNN and The Washington Post, the dominant news outlets in the jurisdiction to which I was going to be tried. And then a week before the trial, uh, they reacted to our writ of mandamus by saying that it wasn't ripe for decision because I had not first asked the trial judge uh, to end the gag order that she had put in place to begin with, which, of course, she never would have done. So I didn't get justice uh, from these the same panel of judges. Uh, and at the end of the day, I still believe that they will put in place a gag on Donald Trump in the D.C. case. I think you're exactly right. Uh, two, uh, two, two Obama judges, uh, two uh, and a Biden judge, uh, making uh, you know stirring the cauldron and uh, ready to pour. Uh, it is it's disgusting what we're seeing. I, I was reserving just the state uh, governments is in terms of corruption. Uh, I don't know of another jurisdiction as corrupt as New York. I don't. I do know that Delaware on occasion comes very close. And I do know as well, uh, in absolute agreement with you, that the D.C. court system is run by Marxist Dems. It might as well have red flags flying atop the courthouses. And and rather than uh, and there is no such thing as blind justice. I'm not sure I ever understood the the metaphor anyway. But the reality is that right now the justice system in this uh, this country is a criminal enterprise unto itself. Well, and there is one substantial difference, and I will I will admit this. I mean, I'm a U.S. citizen, and I'm entitled to my constitutional rights, but uh, I think I was gagged unconstitutionally when I right. walked through the meat grinder in D.C., but I was not a candidate for president of the United States, uh, and I certainly wasn't the leading candidate for president of the United States. Uh, the Constitution holds that political speech is particularly protected. So the idea that Donald Trump would be gagged while running for president adds an entire another layer of outrageousness to this. Back in uh, April, I predicted that he would be gagged in D.C. I stand by my prediction. I think it is egregious and unfair. But at the end of the day, the prosecutors can continue to leak and they leak constantly. For example, the leak several weeks ago in in which it was alleged that Mark Meadows had been granted immunity to testify against Donald Trump, Mark Meadows being 
Donald Trump's former chief of staff. Now, Lou, where could that possibly have come from? <laughs> Unlikely to have been leaked by Mark Meadows or his attorney. So where could that where could that leak possibly have come from? So the prosecutors leak like a sieve to shape the news against Trump. But Trump himself would be prevented from defending himself in any forum uh, under this gag order. Well, on this show, uh, Roger, we refer to Jack Smith as the junkyard jackal. Uh, he is no nothing more than an operative, uh, an activist, and a, a a vicious one at that. It's this history, the his practicing history as a prosecutor, uh, and he has demonstrated that he's still up to the same standards, or still down to the same standards as uh, as ever. Uh, looking at what he has done to this point. Is to to bring charges based on the documents case in Mar-a-Lago, uh, prosecuting uh, the January sixth uh, case. Uh, all of this is in on its face pure bunkum. Uh, it's all manufactured. It's all astroturf. It's all shaped and sculpted uh, out of pure fantasy and conjuring uh, of the of the worst that they could possibly do with uh, so little uh, to to help them in the way of evidence. It is appalling that the Chief Justice of the United States uh, Supreme Court uh, and the head of the courts, uh, the federal judiciary, hasn't stopped this nonsense because it is in each instance purely that nonsense. We had, if, if I, I just sit here and I can't even believe uh, that the special counsel was allowed to begin uh, two trials within 20 days of each other in March. And Judge Cannon is now, it appears, going to separate those cases and at least one of them be deferred until after the election. Uh, personally, I think both should be deferred. I think, though, obviously, that both uh, should uh, be thrown out of court. Uh, and I'd like to see proceedings against the attorney general and also Jack Smith uh, and his helpful uh, his helpful trolls of uh, uh, accomplice prosecutors on the team. We're talking with Roger Stone. When we come back, we're going to take up his view on what it means for this this presidential candidate as well as former president to be gagged, particularly in light of the most recent polling that shows all sorts of disturbing developments for the Marxist Dems uh, and their puppet president. We'll be right back with Roger Stone. Please stay with us. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be back now with Roger Stone and 
Roger, to, to look at what is happening uh, in this instance, another outrage is put, uh, for Jack Smith, the special counsel, to try to start two trials against the the, pre- the former president of the United States, the presumptive nominee. He's running uh, 40, 50 points ahead of all challengers. He is the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party. Uh, and yet here we are watching these. Uh, this is just an ignorant and vicious game being played by the special counsel, and he has not been called out on it. Uh, Judge Cannon apparently is going to act on it, but someone needs to say loud and clear to this man uh, that you are uh, a rotten, corrupt, and and vicious operative of the Marxist-Dem party. Well, why does it take special counsel John Durham five years, five years, to finally tell us what most of us already know, that there was no Russian collusion, that there was no probable cause to legitimize uh, or to rationalize legally the the FISA warrants against Donald Trump and members of his staff, uh, the appointment of Robert Mueller as a special counsel, uh, that the that the Steele dossier was bunk. But it took Mr. Durham five long years to conduct his investigation. Yet we are kind of on a rocket docket here where. Jack Smith wants to try Donald Trump, wanted to try him this year, wanted to go to trial this year, uh, now agrees to go to trial in March, which is too soon. Uh, it, is, uh, it is obviously because this is all about election interference. Uh, and this new spate of five battleground uh, state polls yesterday published by The New York Times shows you precisely why they are so desperate to gag Donald Trump. Because when Donald Trump can speak, it helps the American people see through how bogus this entire process is. See through how they are weaponizing the judicial system in a political way to interfere in the election, to harm Trump's chances of returning to the White House, and based on this extraordinary set of polls, it's not working. It's actually backfiring in a very big way. Trump now leading in five of the six battleground states. And and now also it, with the, all of these would-be challengers, decimating them. I, I loved a story the other day headlined, Nikki Haley, now the effect, and I'm uh, paraphrasing, now his chief challenger, uh, she's 40 points back, uh, and the best, if you will, of the uh, Lilliputians who have decided uh, that they can contend for the presidency of the United States. Uh, the the you know, the record is, is clear. The statement is uh, profound and loud. The American people don't care for these candidates who are challenging Donald Trump. Uh, and the poll, the most recent polling, uh, McLaughlin poll, showing that 76% of voters, Republican voters, uh, want to see nothing of a primary debate. It's it's really stunning stuff and a very clear message about why, as you say, this is without question election interference on the part of the Marxist Dems, the, uh, the, the Department of Justice, the uh, the FBI, you name it. If it's federal, it's tainted, it's corrupted, and they're uh, and they're aligned against one Donald Trump. Uh, devil take the hindmost. 
Well, it's really interesting when you look into the internals of these uh, new, of this these New York Times polls. Uh, is uh, st- Trump has made stunning gains among African Americans. Uh, he is only very narrowly behind among Hispanic Americans. Uh, he's doing extraordinarily well with younger voters. Uh, and that explains his lead in five of the six states. The only swing state he is not leading in uh, is Wisconsin. Uh, th- what you have right now, Lou, is palpable hysteria and panic uh, among the Democrats uh, because Joe Biden is starting more and more to smell like a loser. Uh, the fact that you have uh, the Mr. Comer, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, saying that he's about to uh, send subpoenas to certain members of the Biden family, uh, Politico trying desperately this week to cancel uh, the, the fact that there is indeed evidence of epic corruption, and it does, in fact, involve Joe Biden himself. Uh, there is a real panic in the Democratic Party, uh, and uh, it is interesting to me that in the face of this panic, who comes forward to support Joe Biden and try to reassure people about his viability but Barack Obama? Is Barack Obama not, in fact, actually just defending his own third term, which we're, uh, you know, three years into right now? Yeah, I I think you're you're exactly right. And it's interesting, his emergence here uh, in moments of high stress and uh, low drama, if you will, in the Biden administration, when they need someone who can speak, uh, this this, uh, sitting puppet president uh, is in Delaware on the beach and has been throughout since the October 7th massacre. Meanwhile, somebody has to stand up, and and unfortunately for President Obama, he has to step forward out of the shadows and emerge as uh, to claim what has been his property all along, that is this third term of his presidency. He's defending Joe Biden, as you say, but at the same time, his leading strategist is calling for Joe Biden's head and making it clear, clear as a bell that uh, that he means for this president to be uh, replaced. And uh, and I, I know that uh, Barack Obama has to be just down in the dumps, uh, depressed beyond measure that he can't actually uh, find a way to run for a fourth term. But so be it. That's the way it is. But stand by, constitutional experts, that may be a test as well. I, I, I can't imagine where we go from here. Because the the Democratic Party is suddenly revealed to the American people. They are pro-Palestinian. They are anti-Israeli. They are anti-Semitic. They're aligned with every Marxist cause on the globe, uh, and including uh, including a one world new order uh, that uh, will just suit them brilliantly. Uh, we're, we're looking at everything in this country that they've been trying to to achieve, and they're within a hair's breadth of achieving it. That is the takeover of not only the federal government, but our educational system uh, of our uh, universities and colleges uh, across the board. Uh, the left is now so insinuated into corporate America running their HR departments and in many cases 
their C offices of those corporations, that this is a sort of a last minute timely moment uh, to perhaps reverse the Marxist gains uh, in taking over our, our nation. What do you think? Well, Lou, I think there is a way for uh, Joe, uh, for uh, Barack Obama to get his fourth term, and that is for Michelle Obama to run for president. I have written about this and talked about it now for well over a year. I really think that is the plan. Now, Joe is not going to want to go because he needs to maintain the power to pardon himself and his brother and his son and other members of his family. But I don't expect him to resign. I just expect in the end that he will ultimately be persuaded that he cannot run again. Uh, At that point, uh, I think Michelle Obama becomes the favorite for the Democratic nomination. Uh, They've changed the schedule so that uh, the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary are meaningless. Those states have been stripped of their delegates. Their first nominating contest is South Carolina where the Democratic primary features a an absolute majority of African-American voters. Uh, Barack Obama was the keynote speaker when they nominated uh, John Kerry. Four years later, he was the nominee. Michelle Obama was the keynote speaker when they nominated Joe Biden. Four years later, I believe she will be the nominee. She has just published her second biography. Her husband had two biographies as the run-up to his presidential campaign. And she's out doing voter registration drives, which I don't think she's doing for her health. Uh, folks who want to uh, make jokes about her about her sexual orientation or gender, I think, are making a, a horrific mistake. She would be a very, very formidable Democratic candidate. Uh, they'd take uh, Gavin Newsom for vice president. They'd extort a lot of money from him from the special interests for the ticket. Uh, But I I think there is a way for uh, the Obamas to uh, continue their control of the National Democratic Party and indeed of the federal government. We're talking with Roger Stone and we're going to take a quick break. Please stay with us through these uh, uh, moments, brief moments, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Roger Stone, and we're talking about, well, more Obama uh, and, uh, a well, and actually a very 
clever use of his wife uh, politically, uh, Michelle Obama, for president. Roger, that's a scary, scary thought. Uh, the, the woman is, a, 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 she's all sorts of things, uh, but she is a dour and negative presence. I just can't imagine her succeeding uh, on the campaign trail, but uh, perhaps that's because my imagination doesn't rise to the level of the Marxist Dems. Uh, you think she would be a candidate that could hold up under a, a, a grueling, uh, both schedule and intensive scrutiny of her background, her personality, uh, and her prospects? Uh, you know, she's an attorney. Um, she is, uh, she's probably one of the most popular women in the country. There's an excellent documentary on this called Michelle Obama 2024 by the documentary filmmaker uh, Joel Gilbert, which I urge people to check out. Yes, I, I think that uh, the more she says she's not interested and she hates politics, the more convinced I am, of course, that she's actually running. Uh, I, I have to guess that Gavin Newsom's recent trip to China was an audition. Uh, he keeps advertising his availability, but that would not give the Obamas the kind of control and influence that they enjoy today. Um, I, I think it is not a far-fetched idea at all. Uh, I think it is, in fact, very likely. Now, she isn't really who she says she is either. That's the whole point of that uh, of that uh, documentary. Uh, but I really think that, that the professional Democrats looking at these New York Times poll numbers have to be in a panic because on no level can is Joe Biden in any condition to run for reelection. He can barely stand up. He has trouble stringing together a coherent sentence. He clearly has no energy. Uh, his policies uh, have brought us record gasoline prices, uh, a 76% increase in the cost of groceries, uh, epic uh, uh, inflation, uh, an invasion of our southern border, causing us uh, across the country a crime epidemic, a drug epidemic. Uh, city budgets uh, and state budgets are bursting at the seams uh, as we use social welfare programs to pay for this influx of illegal uh, immigrants into the country. Uh, we're, we, we teeter on the edge of World War III. We have shipped billions to Ukraine, uh, but uh, the very best uh, sources tell me, and this was kind of confirmed last week, even out of Ukrainian sources, the Ukrainians are losing to the Russians, despite the billions that we have sent them. Uh, and, of course, we teeter on the brink of nuclear war in the Middle East. So Joe Biden is not reelectable. The Democrats know it. They're going to be looking to uh, a fresh face, somebody new. Uh, do not discount the possibility of that person being Michelle Obama. You know, as we extend all that you're suggesting and your outlook, uh, it uh, certainly raises, I'll just put it, I'll speak only for myself, it raises my hopes uh, that we can see some uh, unraveling, uh, some cracks widening in the stone wall of the Democrat Party and the, the deep state bastion that is protecting Joe Biden and uh, his family uh, from further investigation. But also at the same time, it means that there's a there is a schedule here. Uh, what do you let me ask you, the, the professional political strategist, 
What do you think is the last moment at which there could be this uh, switch thrown, uh, this inflection point at which then the Democrat Party reaches to another candidate other than uh, Lion Joe? Well, interestingly enough, normally you would say at the end of this year, kind of late, uh, late November, December, except for the truth is the Democratic National Convention is dominated by the superdelegates. And the superdelegates are switchable at any time. So uh, Joe could withdraw from the race for reasons of health, uh, you know, into the beginning part of next year. And it would not be too late to replace him. Based on the rules of the Republican Party, that would not work. We will actually hold our Iowa caucuses uh, and they will be used to award delegates. We will actually hold our New Hampshire primary. But uh, in line with what you said earlier, the Republican nomination contest is over. Those who sought to prop up Ron DeSantis have now essentially abandoned him. They will now seek to prop up Nikki Haley, but that won't work either. At the grassroots of the Republican Party, this is Donald Trump's party. This is the most profound change in the Republican Party since the days of Ronald Reagan. Uh, perhaps that's not true at the leadership level of the party. Perhaps it's not true at the elite level of the party. But among grassroots Republican primary and caucus voters, this is Donald Trump's party. It is the party of the middle class. It is the party of America first. He is going to be nominated, uh, assuming that he is breathing, he will be nominated. His legal status uh, does not matter, uh, although, as you know, there is this illicit, completely uh, illegal effort to bar him from the ballot in Colorado uh, and in Minnesota and in Michigan. By the way, that has already been defeated in New Hampshire and Florida, where there were right. earlier attempts to bar him the, from the ballot based on the bogus argument that he is guilty of insurrection and therefore ineligible to be president under uh, 14th Amendment, Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution. The problem with that is no court of law anywhere has found him guilty of insurrection. So just because that is the opinion of some election official in Ohio does not make it a fact. Uh, yet it is yet a whole nother uh, tsunami of lawfare, once again being paid for by George Soros in terms of the dark money groups uh, and their Democratic allies in, say, Colorado uh, and in Michigan and Minnesota, who are trying to prevent Trump from being, simply having his name on the ballot. And there's another element at work here that... Uh, that with the October 7th massacre and the Israel-Hamas war, uh, that tens of thousands, the hundreds of thousands of students uh, primarily uh, turning out to protest uh, Israel after suffering the, the atrocity of the October 7th uh, massacre, 
suddenly we see a, a vein of anti-Semitism in this country that none of us, we knew there were anti, anti-Semitic forces on our university campuses. We had no idea how vast it was, the number of students who had been so indoctrinated by their faculty uh, and, and the education system itself. Uh, and Alan Dershowitz made an interesting point the other day when he said he believes that uh, this will result in millions of Jews converting from Democrat uh, to Republican in the 2024 election. And my question would be, why would they not? I guess my question is, why have they not already done so? I mean, a number of my Jewish friends continue to vote against their interests. But I think now, hopefully, it is writ large for them. Uh, The idea that the Democratic Party of Harry Truman, the founder of Israel, uh, will not stand up against anti-Semitism, will not stand up for Israel, is almost beyond belief. Uh, And you can now see uh, how deeply... Uh, the forces of radical Islam have embedded themselves in today's modern democratic party, uh, as well as in our culture at large. Uh, it is it is shocking to me. Shocking. It is shocking, and I think it may well be determined in the outcome of the 2024 election. I believe uh, that we're going to see uh, far more revelations uh, in the weeks and months ahead uh, as this uh, this conflict uh, in uh, Gaza continues. And uh, I just want to say, uh, you know, God bless uh, the, the people of Israel. The Israelis need our support uh, and and without question, uh, our loyalty. And to this point, at least this administration has uh, persevered in that regard, but under immense pressure from within the Democrat Party. Uh, Roger Stone, we try to always give our guests the last word. Uh, your concluding thoughts here today, if you would. Uh, These are the darkest times that I can remember in America, uh, but I continue to have hope. Uh, The other night I had dinner with President Trump uh, at Mar-a-Lago, and I must tell you, for a man who is under the pressures and stress that he's under, uh, his mood is extraordinary. He looks great. He's lost some weight. Uh, He really is in fighting trim. He's resolute. Uh, he's determined. He's a little angry, but he's every right to be angry. Uh, but but his mood is very balanced. And above all, Lou, he is incredibly confident of victory. Incredibly. So I urge people to pray for our country, pray for President Trump uh, and pray that this nation is saved. Amen. Roger, thanks so much for being with us. As always, a great pleasure talking with you. Uh, thank you so much, and and God bless. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. Our guest here tomorrow on The Great America Show will be Senator Ted Cruz, Great American. Please join us for our discussion on the spread of anti-Israel hate and anti-Semitic hate on our university and college campuses. Join us each and every weekday, and thank you everybody for being with us. God bless you, and may God bless America.